0: What's up, guys? We're back for another episode of Behind the Scenes of a Physique Competitor. We've got a special guest here today. We've got Charlie in the in the building, well, not even in the building, but on the Zoom call. How about <laughs> you take a minute to introduce yourself, Charlie?
1: Yes, I'm Charlie. I'm 20 years old and I'm currently 17 weeks out from my first competition, the IFBB Vix. So that's running ahead on October the 16th. So yeah, 17 weeks out competing in the wellness category. I work at a cafe for my job. My other hobbies are basically just gym and work really. I'm a pretty quiet Keep, person, I guess. when keeping it simple, stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, gym
1: is basically all I do. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing really much to me besides that. What
0: sort of inspired you to to pick that particular competition?
1: Well, when was it? It was season A. So I was I started coaching with Keegan last year around when when was it? It was around March last year, and in the back of my mind it was like, yep, like I'm going to compete, like there were never any plans to it. It was just kind of like there was no prep black like, or goal what comp- we were going to do. And then it came to season A this year. I went to watch a few of my friends do the IFBB show and pick. and from watching that I was like, yep, this is the show I want to do. Like I'm going to do season B and like basically Kegs and I, we just put it plan in place and currently 17 weeks out now. So, yeah, from watching that show, it definitely like, yeah, I was just drawn to it, the whole like bodybuilding side of it and, like, the physiques and everything like that. Yeah.
0: You get so fired so, up when you, like, when you're there in the environment. Hey, like, you don't really think about well, it. Oh, you definitely you do. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the motive like-, like,
1: like, I was watching it. I was, like, sitting on the edge of my chair and I was, like, yes, this is what I love. Um, but it was, yeah, like, watching it, I was, like, yep, I'm going to be up there. That's what I want to do. So, yeah.
2: Nice. What influenced you to start training?
1: I've been training for a few years now, so I probably started, like, when I was around 16 it was the general like just like going in doing like the stairmaster <laughs> a few things like that and then I started getting into like PT'd like I started getting PT'd and stuff and I think when I realized how strong like I could potentially get and like just lifting the weights and like doing I love that sort of like side of training the whole strength training and then it kind of just Developed from there, I guess I started getting stronger, and I was like, I actually love this. Like, this is fun. I started like seeing my body change, and then basically, I just like the sort of a show popped up in my head. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to do a show, I need a coach. Like, can't just half-ass this myself. So I was with someone before Keegan, and that didn't work out. So I reached out to Keegs, and basically, he just took me under his wing. And yeah, been with him since.
0: How long have you been working with Keegan for?
1: Just over a year now. Yeah. So we started March last year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's a solid stint. Hey, and yeah. like over the, over the course of that time, have you guys sort of gone through a couple of different, I guess you'd say like phases, like building phase and, and cutting down or what's been your sort of, what, what's what been your past 12 months?
1: Past 12 months. So when I first started with him, it was just when COVID like hit, so Basically, I didn't really listen to him for a solid like four months. I kind of like just been around the bush. I was like yeah, like at home on the phone like doing consults. I was like, yeah, like I'm doing good. I was not doing good. It sucked. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't sticking to the plan at all. My training was half fast. Like basically I was trying to like lie about the progress I was making because I wanted to still tell him something good, but like I just wasn't and then it came back to -to face-to-face like consults and everything like that and basically he caught on to what I was like doing and I was like look I really need to get my ass into gear so ever since being like face-to-face having my pictures done because we do that down at the warehouse like I've definitely like been on track and knowing I'm gonna go see him for my check-in it makes like he's so intimidating so I'm like (laughs) If I like him not on track or I go off track, I'm, scared. I'm literally scared to tell him. Like, he he's freaks me out. He's a big up, man.
2: Oh, <laughs> he is. And
1: then, yeah, so I think that's what actually, like, keeps me on track So I'm like, okay, I'm going to check in with King and I need to, like, make sure he's happy with it and everything like that. But, yeah, the past, like, 12 months have definitely been, like, on and off and it's probably since, like, the past five months I've been, like, 100% on track. Like, training intensity has gone up and everything like that meals are hundred percent. Yeah. So that's my last 12 months.
2: What made you pick the wellness category? Like, and do you want to like just explain like, cause there's different sort of categories. What is the wellness c- yeah. uh, category?
1: So when it was coming to, 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 decide a category for myself, I've always been very bottom heavy. I do have, like, I do have broad shoulders, but so that kind of ruled out bikini for IFBB because I'd, When we thought about comparing myself to a bikini competitor 5BB, I just would look massive against them, like, with my shoulders and stuff like that. And because I am very quite bottom-heavy, like, glute hammies and quads, it kind of just made sense, if that makes sense to you guys. Like, I inspire to look like a wellness competitor. Like, I love the glutes and the hammies and everything about it. I literally just thrive off, like, I still want to be bottom-heavy. So I think that category for me, like, was well-suited. Figure was just probably a bit too big for my liking. So, yeah, yeah wellness, it kind of just slid in perfectly for me.
2: Ooh. Yeah, because so it's that... in between, isn't it? It's like in between Cut uh, It's in between, like, a bikini and a yeah. So well, it's figure.
1: like a bikini, bikini upper bod and then, like, heavier legs and everything like that. So a lot fuller and everything like that.
0: Do you enjoy so... training? All the curves. and so with that being the case like is your favorite day a leg day or
1: well i've learned to like leg day seeing as i have to do it four times a week now yeah <laughs> i've learned to love it so <laughs> yeah legs are my favorite i gotta say i used to love training shoulders but i think ever since cutting down my upper body sessions i've just gotten used to training legs a lot so i'm like yeah it's all right Don't complain.
2: what's what split are you running at the moment
1: So the split we're running at the moment, so I've got four lower body days. So two of them are heavy days. And then the other two are more like accessory days. And then I've got the the one upper body stash, which which is just like my back and shoulders. And then we've got the two rest days. So the Stairmaster on those two days. How much cardio are
0: you doing at the moment?
1: I've only got my 30 minutes faster cardio in the morning, which is just like a 30-minute walk. And then we've got the two half an hour step up on my rest
0: days last yeah. week how, how good do you so um, look i'm
1: pretty lucky
0: how good do you feel after those 30 minute walks so because like cory well i've been doing them like all year but um Corey's yeah. actually just started this week and um, we're both just yeah. saying before you jumped on just like how good it feels after you've done it and you just feel like your brain is running on like it 11 makes, out of 10
1: yeah it makes such a difference i don't think people like you explain it to someone, and they're like, "I don't want to get up thirty minutes earlier to go do it. Like, I'd rather sleep." But like, once you actually get up and do it, like, you feel like you've started your day. You feel fresh. Like, you feel just awake. Whereas, like, if you were just to roll out of bed and like go to work or whatever, like, you're still waking up. I use like the thirty minutes in the morning just to like set myself up for the day, if that makes sense. Get myself in a good mood, and then continue on.
2: Yeah, but, yeah so I it's love you're it. In your ass yeah instead of dragging your Ever since, work, like you're, you're ready
1: oh yeah literally well i when was it Kegan implemented it into with me quite a while ago but like before that like you just notice the massive difference like your step count goes up so much easier not worrying about like your steps later on in the day you just feel more awake even my sessions like i noticed my sessions were a lot better because i just feel better i love them it's good
0: do you do you have like a generalized step target that you're trying to achieve each day?
1: So whatever I get on my 30 minutes fasted cardio in the morning, we add 12,000 onto that. Yep. So roughly I'm around like 15 to 16,000 steps a day.
0: That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty lucky with that at the moment. I'm sure it's my increase soon, yeah. but for the moment it's good. It's working. So yeah, happy with that.
0: And so with your work, obviously working in, in a cafe, do you find it fairly easy to get those steps up, like sort of running around? I get my people?
1: steps by like 2 p.m. a day. Sheesh. Like all my steps are done. Yeah, it's actually, <laughs> that's like one of the benefits for it. Like I'll look at my like um, Fitbit and I'll be like, oh, like all my steps are done. Like I don't have to stress about it later on. Whereas like when I didn't have the 30 minutes faster cardio later on, and the dad be like, oh, I still have bloody steps like to do. Like, and then you just can't be bothered doing it. But so it like seems like a chore then. Yeah. But yeah, I get it so easily. So.
0: so the moral of the story: do it early. Yeah, <laughs> do it, it early.
1: <laughs> Couldn't recommend it more.
0: So, what made you
2: choose the IFBB rather than like a WBFF or something like?
1: I love the WBFF federation. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the physiques and everything are inspiring, but. I'm not someone to walk out on stage and flick my hair and get basically, like, look at me if that makes sense. Whereas with the posing as well for IFBB, I like the more elegant, like, slow, still posing, if that makes sense. It's kind of a bit more stationary compared to WBFF. So that's one thing that definitely drew me to IFBB, as well as it being just, like, more of, like, the bodybuilding side of it. like. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know how to really word it. Like I was just like, especially once I saw the show and was there. Like I was like, yeah, this is like the federation I want to do. I haven't been to a WBFF show, so I couldn't actually compare the two. But um, yeah, I think IFBB is where I'll stick it out for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Well, they don't run a WBFF down your way, do you? Like you have to. No, they some... don't.
1: Yeah, yeah, Sydney or Gold Coast.
0: And so this Very is terrific. this is this is your first show, right? So how, how, are, you are, you excited, nervous, H- how are you feeling? Excited, nervous, confident, A bit of
1: mixed emotions, actually. Um, I'm really excited, like I'm really actually pumped to do it. But then it's one of those things like you'll go on Instagram and you'll see like other girls or other people that like you're competing against and you try not to compare yourself to them. Like that's one thing that I've Trying my hardest not to do is compare, and like even Keegan said to me like so many times like do not compare yourself, and like my posing coach she'll be like at the end of the day like on the date like it comes down to like your posing like someone could have such a better physique than you but their posing could be shit so I'm like trying to keep that in the back of my head but yeah I'm really excited I'm she myself about it but <laughs> yeah I, I think that's a good thing because it means like I'm invested into it so yeah.
0: Hundred percent. No, I, I definitely think that if you're not like you said, not if you're not shitting yourself, then you're probably yeah. wasting your time, eh?
1: Yeah, hundred. Yeah, definitely.
0: On the
2: show subject, then, um, what would your goal be for your first show? Like, what would you like to achieve for your first show?
1: I'm not expecting to place like high or anything, but I expect to do well. If that makes sense, I want to give this prep like hundred percent. Like, I want to make it to show day and be like, I couldn't have given this prep anything more so like obviously each training sessions counting like every meal and stuff like that cardio like it all adds up at the end of the day so I want to make it to the end and be like you know what like for those sessions I put everything I had into it the plan is Keegan and I have talked we do want to do nationals so I will be doing nationals regardless of my placing just to see where I line up as well with that I just want to do this prep knowing I gave it 100% so on show day I'm like, yeah, there's nothing else I could have done.
0: Whereabouts is the the IFBB Nationals held?
1: You know how they usually do the Arnold Classic? Yeah. So there's like this fit expo that's being held at the end of the year in November. So that's where the Nationals will be. Usually they're held in Brisbane. For season B this year, they're being held in Melbourne. It's pretty good with that. At least we don't have to travel or anything like that.
0: Being Being in Melbourne, you've gone through a few lockdowns more than anyone else in Australia. How did that yep. affect your preparation leading up to this show?
1: Well, since being like in prep, I guess, we've only I've only experienced one lockdown. So last year when we were in lockdown, I wasn't like, we didn't have a show planned or anything like that. So it wasn't too much of a worry. We've recently just come out of a lockdown, so I was lucky enough to still be able to to train in a friend's garage, so I had access to that, thank God. So basically I was just doing what I could out of there. Keegan changed, like, my program to suit what equipment we had in the garage. It only lasted, I think, for gyms, it was only, like, two and a half weeks, three weeks. So, like, it wasn't too bad, but I definitely used that time to just focus on, like, the little things, like my technique and everything like that, getting in, getting it done, just basically being able to enjoy my training sessions like by myself as weird as that sounds (laughs) but yeah Yeah. no I was lucky enough to like be fine like I was pretty headstrong throughout it all like there weren't any slip-ups or anything like that and I still had like my phone consults with keys and like they were still good like my check-ins were still good so I think still being able to see that progress and stuff definitely helped me because I was like okay like Even though I'm training out of garage and like we can't, we don't have access to gyms, like everything's still working according to plan. So that definitely helped.
0: How much equipment did you have in that garage?
1: I had a Smith machine which had like attachments for like cables and stuff like the lat pull down and everything. I had a barbell with up to 200 kilos on that, a few dumbbells and like kettlebells and like a bench and stuff. So we worked around it. Which is good. That's a
0: fairly solid amount of equipment yeah, for a little um, home yeah. setup. Hey? I, was, I was very lucky with the
1: amount of equipment. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, how long's your? Uh,
2: so you've started um, sh- like started to shred now, or like have prep. you? Yeah, prep like. Well,
1: a- Keegan only recently just started cutting my cows. So a couple of weeks ago, he cut my cows by like a hundred. It was like the slightest, but um, because like I'm still dropping on my cows now he kind of just wants to keep it he doesn't want to get me too lean too quickly um so we're just like slowly like dropping them yeah he hasn't done any like massive cuts or anything like that which I'm happy about (laughs) so yeah like on my cows at the moment like I'm not hungry like I'm pretty satisfied with what I have at the moment so it's not that hard yet I'm waiting for it to start getting hard and everything like that but yeah it's good. In
0: terms of your, your prep. I mean, I know it hasn't yep. really been that far, like you, being 17 weeks out, you've still got probably the greater majority of it ahead of you. What has been yeah. in, in, in however long, you, you know, it's been, what's been the, the biggest life hack that you've learned so far and it could even be like, cause you've only been in prep for a short amount of time. What's been the biggest life hack or training hack that you've gained over the past year of of working with Keegan?
1: I think being able to see like how hard I can actually like push myself. So I do PT with Keegs once a week. You got a death wish? (laughs) Those sessions. Like like when I train with him, he increases the weight by like 80% as to what I would do, like just training by myself. So I think being able to see what I can lift with him when I go train by myself, I'm like, okay, I've lifted this before. Like, don't be a pussy. Like, just put the weight on. I think that's definitely been the biggest life hack, like just seeing how far I can push myself without him. But um, my sessions with him are so brutal. Like, I've never, like, that, yeah, it's crazy that I actually do them because, like, I'll be mid-set and I'll be like, what the am I choosing to do this? Like I made the choice of asking yeah. him to do a PT session. Like, it's not like he forced me to. So yeah, definitely just seeing how far I can push myself and what I'm actually capable of being able to do. Definitely. Like, it's definitely just like a mind game. Like in the back of your head, you're like, eh, no, but then you're like, okay, I did it last week. I can do it now.
0: That comes That's down good. to like, I think the, the, the rep target that you have in your head or, or the yeah. weight limit that you have in your head hey like you you play that out it's what you what you believe is what actually 100%.
1: yeah and with keys as well when you're doing a PT he doesn't say before you go do your set. he's not like okay give me like 10 reps like I'll be doing like my set and I'll be like on my me thinking it's my last rep like struggling and he'll be like okay five more and in my head I'm just fuck, like, how am I supposed to do that? Like, but it's just like a mind game. Like, yeah, I I honestly don't know how it works, but it's surprising to see like what you're actually capable of.
0: Especially when, you know, you got big keys, like you got to do this. (laughs) Yeah,
1: literally. And it's not like I can turn around to be like, turn around to him and be like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, what the hell? (laughs)
0: Like,
1: (laughs) sorry, no. It's just like, okay, yeah, cool.
0: So do you have a favourite food?
1: Ooh, definitely have to be my oats
0: mm, okay
1: I, I am in love with my oats
0: what, what's in it what do you what do you put in so it so
1: we've got protein powder and then we've got berries and maple syrup okay it's a good time it's a good time
0: <laughs> that is a good time remember when i was younger i used to have the like the oats with protein powder the berries and then yeah. cottage cheese ew no
1: cheese.
0: <laughs> yeah no for real try it. i mean
1: that is disgusting what? i'm trying to just imagine what that
0: would taste like what no honestly i get this reaction every time i explain it it is like it is incredible i haven't had it in years but the cottage cheese makes it like really creamy i guess and then it's kind of like having like chunks of cheesecake through your through your oats
1: okay that part makes sense but like when you just say cottage cheese and oats it's just like yeah <laughs> okay interesting i've heard that one you before
0: are, do you put salt on your oats
1: i do not i put cinnamon
0: no you should try salt as well as the cinnamon yeah <laughs> it's another salt hope.
1: on your oats
0: yes trust me because it's a pre-training meal so i going to give you a mad pump okay yeah yeah the salt's um <laughs> salt's a really good vasodilator so it, like i actually got okay. bored onto it we have salt on our rice flakes of a morning or before training yeah and honestly, the pump that you get is just ridiculous after that when you compare the non-salted version to the salted version.
1: I'm actually going to try that tomorrow.
0: Hey, you won't if be I disappointed actually, in salty. If, yeah. if I don't
1: get a pump, I'm coming after you. <laughs> 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 but, but it makes sense that you say it out when you say it out loud.
0: It's like when you have real salty foods, it- you get like a, a nice big pump and then you get like real vascular as well. So yeah, I mean, it, it all makes Does
1: sense. Does it make it taste like shit though? no nah, that's what i'm worried about
0: no nah, just do if if you're really worried about it do like a couple cracks over on one side and then like yeah. mix that little side in and then like have a spoonful if you like it and do the other side if not then you know at least you haven't fucked the whole okay, thing I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna try that tomorrow i've got legs tomorrow so i'm gonna try it
0: <laughs> all right bring it on <laughs> Yeah, hopefully
1: it doesn't make my oats taste like shit but yeah I'm down for the challenge
0: what flavor protein powder do you put through those ones?
1: So I use the Muscle Nation plant-based protein. So I've got the Cinnamon Scroll flavor at the moment. Mm,
0: and so bloody good. You rate that one a 10 out of 10?
1: As in the flavor? Yeah. Ooh. No, they've got a Peppermint chop flavor, which is my favorite. So the Cinnamon Scroll is probably like an 8 out of 10. The is Peppermint the, takes the win.
0: So the, the Peppermint one, is that a plant-based one as well?
1: Yeah. They've got like five different flavours in them, which is pretty
0: good. Yeah, right. That's sick. I know um when you mix the plant-based ones through the oats, it does get like really, really thick. And you know, yeah. I, like I love that. Like I, I love I love the yeah. like, thick oats. But yeah, sometimes like I, I have like seen people they get a bit like taken back, like, oh, it's so like powdery and dry. I'm like, we'll just put more water in it, you know?
1: Since being a hundred percent like on track and having like the same meals like week in, week out. I've definitely like tried making my oats different ways. So like I'll make like the protein into like a paste if that makes sense. So I pour it onto my oats Yep. and it just like makes it have more volume as well, which makes me feel like I'm eating more <laughs> than I actually am. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it definitely makes it like thick once you mix it through the oats. It's, it's good.
0: One, one other thing that you can try for making the, yeah. the food feel like it's actually more than what it is. Put it in like a smaller bowl or eat it with a smaller I eat
1: with a baby spoon. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I eat with (laughs) a baby (laughs) spoon. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's a it's a life yeah, lifesaver. Game changer as well.
0: Oh, hundred percent. Like you get people onto that and it's like it's it's that mental thing, you know, like just like with the weights. It's, It's if it looks so much bigger than what it is or it's taking yep. more spoons to get through the bowl you're automatically going to think that it's more food
1: yeah a hundred percent it's just like the little things like that as you said like smaller bowls and plates and stuff baby spoons baby forks like <laughs> it helps a lot it really does
0: yes indeed We've got a a, a final few questions. What advice would you give to someone that is contemplating competing?
1: Make sure you're in the right headspace before you start a prep. So I reckon if I was, the way I look at it, if I was to start a prep, start my prep last year, like for example, when we were in lockdown and I was not 100% on track, like I wouldn't have made it to like my show date. But when I started this prep with Keegs, like, I made sure my training was on track as well as my food and made sure I was good for a while then, like, we decided on the show date because if you're not being 100% compliant and everything like that, you're gonna you, I reckon you would struggle. And another thing, make sure you have supportive people around you because especially in the bodybuilding industry and, like, when you're in prep and stuff, like, a lot of people, like, won't support what you're doing. Whether it's like judgment to like what you're eating or how you train, or like you'll get people being like, Oh, that's like too much food, or you should be eating more. Just make sure you have like a supportive network of friends like around you and everything, like that you can lean on every now and then when you're downing yourself or you're going through a shit time. But yeah, that's probably what I can say.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll back that. Definitely be like,
1: definitely try be headstrong. 100% in the right mental space.
2: Nice. Um, Where would you source your motivation and discipline from?
1: I definitely look up to a few girls. So like Alyssa Longrad, Jordan Vag, who will be doing the IFBB wellness as well, October. I look up to them a lot and use them for motivation quite a bit. But as well as for motivation for myself, I have an image in my head of what I want to look like and what I want to achieved by show day so I use whenever I'm lacking motivation I'll just think about that and kind of use that for a bit of drive but yeah definitely those sort of things I know what I want to bring to show day so got to do it somehow
0: yes yeah. indeed yeah. alrighty we've got one final question just before we wrap this one up where can our listeners find you on on the socials
1: so Instagram is Charlie Boswell 5 and then I guess like Facebook's just Charlie Boswell. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram's probably like the only thing I actually um use. So that's where you'll find me.
0: Yeah. It's just so much neater over there, you know, nice pictures everywhere. Oh, it
1: is. It's so much easier. Yeah.
0: And
1: it's easier to um like unfriend people <laughs> and yeah. um people. So like, oh, we actually have to like go through steps to unfriend people and everything. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, give Instagram a reason is why. yeah Yeah, Yeah. for
0: sure Uh, all the best for your upcoming competition we we look forward to hearing from you you. when when we find out you know how how you've gone and as always guys like subscribe and leave us a review and we'll be back next week see you team